0: You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob and Ty Bub. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am one of your hosts, Ty Bob. You can follow me on Twitter at Ty underscore Bob underscore. We're also joined by Ty Bo. You can follow him and the show at uh, Bob and Bo Show. And you've also got Sean, who you can follow at Sheen. 1440
1: is sheen like give him dude, a quick little golf clap because he got those all right congratulations uh, yeah. everyone's <laughs> time in a while <laughs> uh, it,
0: it's it's a uh, it's sheen <laughs> off of uh off, like jimmy Neutron. yeah spelled just like that yeah we had a wild wild week of games folks witching hour was upon us at every single hour from noon to uh well until the end of the 325 games because the uh, the Sunday night football game sucked and uh, so did the <laughs> Monday night football games so we had we had two good time slots uh, but that also came with a lot of great fantasy football players that helped a lot of people especially me win a couple of my leagues
2: and with that talk Ty Bob we're gonna get straight into my fantasy football segment here as you can remember uh, Sammy Watkins. Will not be talked about, but he did have a better week this week. He's just so, about oh well. He's one week too late. Oh well. Anyways, my player f- to watch from last week was a tight end to watch, Pat Fryermouth. He had seven targets. He caught the ball four times. Unfortunately, he only had it for 22 yards, but he did get you a touchdown. So that was 12 fantasy points for me. Helped lead me to a victory this week. So, if he would have had that
1: fifth that fifth catch, he would have he would have had a bigger uh, chunk there, right? That would have
0: been an additional like forty yard. I think it would have been a forty yard touchdown grab. He was wide open.
2: Another five points right there.
0: That's good. There was also a couple other people that had uh, really good fantasy weeks. Uh, If you are somebody like my coworker uh, who decided to bench Amon Ross St. Brown for any ungod knowing reason, like the the dude's been off. All of last week. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. You you want to just crawl into a little ball and cry because uh, he was just one guy. Who, he had a f- uh, fifty-eight yarder uh, yard carry rush. Yep. that was wild. But uh, then he had. Oh, I, I, I did not know that. Touch, yeah, fifty. It was a fifty-two or fifty-eight yarder. I think he had three touchdowns on the day. Uh, yeah, two. He, couldn't couldn't be stopped. Could not be stopped.
2: Fun I fact about was him unfortunately is. playing against him. So sorry. This is his eighth game in a row with eight or more catches.
0: Yes. Expect to continue to see more of that, even with as bad as Jared Goff is. He is their number one receiver, um, no doubt.
1: And they haven't even introduced Jameson Williams. Yeah. That's true.
0: That's true. The Lions,
2: baby.
1: Now, is he out for the season? I don't know. Uh, he's don't been so. practicing. He's been doing something active. I've seen videos.
0: Interesting.
1: I don't think he's out for the
0: season. No. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Anyways, uh, obviously Tyreek and Jalen, excuse me, Jalen Waddle got off. That was a big game. We'll talk about that <laughs> here shortly uh, because it is our game of the week segment. Uh, now, we did just talk about Amon Ra, who was in the game uh, for the Lions versus the Washington Commies. Again, I'll say it. They are the Commies, Um not a very good game uh, overall. Uh, Detroit was up 22 points at halftime. Uh, Washington did come back and try and make it a game, but uh, the Lions scored at least one touchdown in all four quarters, ending the game 36-27. to uh, Amon Ra got off.
1: Um, oh, <laughs> Uh-oh. You can say went off. You don't yeah. have this like got they did off, orgasm. Got off. Did yeah. that orgasm on the I, field? Like did. well, I mean it, uh, <laughs> hey, to each to each their own, brother. <laughs> uh
0: DeAndre Swift uh had a little bit of a quiet day. He did end up with one touchdown, uh, but only toted the rock five times for 56 yards. Uh Amon Ra carried it two times for 68, with one of those being a 58-yard run. Um it was a pretty solid day from their offense. Their defense uh, is looking very, very strong. We're all big fans of uh, HCDC uh, being the defensive-minded coach that he is, and he's getting those boys pumped, man. That that Whatever he was doing last year was just a mental build for this year. I am expecting quite a few big things for them. Obviously not a Super Bowl from the Lions this year, but he's fi- something's finally building in Detroit. Uh, They'll make the playoffs, bro. So I, that's a great team. They're definitely not winning the Super Bowl, but they, they are building great things there. There's not a lot of great things being built in Michigan, especially their water systems, but but the Detroit Lions are on the way.
2: Finally.
1: Finally. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I mean, they lost to the Eagles, who look like the best team in the NFC right now. Like, the Lions could be number two at this point. Like, And it wasn't by a lot.
2: Look, they look good. By three, right? It was a very yeah. close game. They're excited. Oh yeah, I'm next. <laughs>
1: uh my my game wasn't that great. Um it was a de- it was uh a defensive clinic by Darius Slay. Um the Vikings versus Eagles. Vikings could not get any momentum going on offense. Um Jalen Hurts went off, uh spread the ball around, but his stat line was insane because he had two rushing touchdowns and over 300 yards passing. Um like i said the eagles look like the best team in the nfc and they beat another team who was supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFT, nfc um but kirk cousins just had a huge drop off from week 1 that doesn't that doesn't look promising for the vikings um let's you know well, the kirk prim- cousins has, can't... it's
2: primetime kirk yeah he can't play in primetime
1: the the vikings better hope they have a lot of noon games or 325 games <laughs> So I the, I, I the connection this. of Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins wasn't there.
0: Yeah, he's got, uh, I think he has one primetime win. That's a Thursday, Monday, or Sunday night game. Um, but I did see uh, something going around on Twitter about Kirk today. They're speculating whether he has a an acute stigmatism. Now, stigmatisms obviously have to deal with your eyes and how you see um, mainly uh, in the dark, it can affect you the most. So if you're a driver, you have an astigmatism, you don't wear contacts or glasses, the lights are going to affect you a whole heck of a lot. Uh, and so the the uh, conspiracy is, is that he has an astigmatism. That way, when the lights are on in the stadium, it's actually affecting his eyes and why he's so bad in these primetime games because it's taking place during the night.
1: And then wear a dark visor. Like, I don't want to hear the excuses. Yeah. Now, I, I, I think it's it's a Cousins. good excuse.
0: I'm just saying it's a nice little conspiracy theory out there.
1: I would love to see Kirk Cousins only only night games just with a dark visor. I think that'd be hilarious. But he's the most average quarterback in NFL history. He's sixty, sixty, and two. Really I hope average. I hope they go. I hope their record ends up keeping him um, uh, at a five hundred because. You know, I I might have thought the Vikings were contenders, but definitely not after that game. I don't care if they played who I think is the best team in the NFC. Kirk Cousins does not look like a quarterback who can take them to the Super Bowl. Not at all.
2: And to move on to the best game of the week, we have the Dolphins versus Ravens. Dolphins 42, Ravens 38. Tua came out uh, 36 for 50, 469 yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions. Lamar, 21 to 29. Three hundred eighteen yards, three touchdowns. Ended up rushing the ball nine times for one hundred nineteen yards and one touchdown. What a quarterback battle! First off, uh, the game started off with a kickoff return. How much more exciting? That can you was get exciting. Than that to start yeah. off right away, uh, action. Lamar proved very early on in the game that he is worthy of a new contract, and he's trying to get that guaranteed money. And he showed he is the type of player that is going to get that guaranteed money. He's Time my Yeah. You were saying earlier, uh, his average pass EPA?
0: Uh, Yeah, his his average completed air yards uh, was 8.3, which is a yard, almost a yard more than any other quarterback in the league.
2: And that's combined for both weeks, right? Yes. Because I saw uh, on ESPN right there, his average for this week was 11 yards. So he is slinging that thing right now. He, yeah, he looks
1: like Pat Mahomes from 2018, but also can run the ball for 100 yards a game.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just can't trust the Ravens secondary, though. I mean, they're up. That was a sad showing. They're up 35 to 14 going into that. And how do you just let all that up right there? They're, to put this into context, the Dolphins are the first team since, to come back from down 21 or more in the fourth quarter since 2006. That's the only, the eighth time in the uh, history of the Super Bowl era that that has happened.
1: Eighth to throw time. four touchdowns in the fourth quarter is insane.
2: Yeah.
1: but And I'm, but, I'm trying not to take a lot away from Tua. I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he's as good as this game might look make him look to be. Um, but, I mean. The, there was so many blown coverages in that Ravens secondary. <laughs> There a lot was. of
0: underthrown balls, um, and I agree. Like I don't think Tua is one of the upper class. He's got a lot to prove this year for sure. I don't think there's a doubt in anyone's mind, um, but to kind of play into that a little bit, he's got the third highest completion percentage at 71%, a little over 71% uh, through all quarterbacks who've thrown passes this season so far. So through two weeks, he's shown himself to be one of the upper, uh, upper-tier upper quarterbacks.
2: Not really even out. Yeah, once he gets a a secondary and everything, uh, (laughs) it'll be interesting. Jalen Waddle and Tyree killed. they're going to be out for a few games this year at some point. Tyreek's usually out for a few. Yeah.
0: Before we get too far into uh, the rest of the games of the week uh, or our highlights of the week, uh, we did miss, uh, and that's my fault, on uh, how we are doing on our weekly pick Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, not only did we have great comebacks for the season, Tybo is making one hell of a comeback in Pickham, being down six. Just call eight, me Kim Kardashian. <laughs> last week it ended. Uh, I was in first place, uh, Sean was in second, and Tybo was in last uh, with uh, a record of six, eight, and two ties. We did have the one wash um, going into uh, into week two. I am coming out your loser while Sean is coming out in second place. And Tybo has just amazingly come out in first place. Uh, Tybo finishes in first place at nine and seven. Sean goes two weeks in a row at 500. And I drop down to third place with six wins and 10 losses. So it rounds out uh, at the end of week two. You have got a tie for first place. Between Sean and Tybo at fifteen wins, fifteen losses, and two ties. Again, we had the one wash on the first game of the season, and then I round out in third place with fourteen wins, sixteen losses, two ties. Very, very close here through our first two weeks at Pick'Em. It is going to be a long one. We do need to figure out either a prize and or a punishment, uh, but we can do that
1: later on. Now, and, and just so everybody will like have their. Expectations set properly for this next week. Sean's going to stay at five hundred, and I'm going to now take sole place of first place after this week.
2: <laughs> There's no way Typos is going to get above five hundred at any point in this year. Mark yeah, it down. Mark it down. You what?
1: What you all right? Does not matter? Doesn't matter. <laughs> what you've said has already like not come true. So no, just... for the <laughs> overall record. Yeah, don't worry about it. You're you're fine. Well, back. You're to fine about... right there at five hundred, but.
0: Back to our weekend highlights. Uh, the, the Fins and Ravens game will go down as potentially one of the best games of the season. Um, but there were quite a few other games that absolutely have to be talked about. Uh, one of those being, uh, I would say, the Falcons and Rams, just the blunder bust that it was uh, for the Ravens uh, or the Falcons to come back uh, and, and then the Rams running it out of the uh, end zone at the end uh, on on that punt play to um, like run out way too quickly.
1: Yeah. I did not see any of that. What happened? Um, So the, I did not watch that game.
0: The Rams almost pulled the Falcons and completely choked the game away. Uh, They were three. They they were yeah, it was bad. They they were up by a lot and uh, um, multiple scores. Uh, the Falcons ended up coming back, uh, and the uh, the Rams ended up going to fourth down where they had to punt the ball away, and instead they decided to uh, elected to take the safety to run more time off the clock. Um, and it almost ended up, it could have ended up very poorly with them, uh, giving too much time back to the the Falcons at the end of the game with a couple of plays to run. Uh, because instead of, uh, like in soccer, when you take the ball to the corner, uh, and and hold for time, um, he didn't do that.
1: He just took the snap and then ran straight out of the back of the end zone.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I've, I've seen punters try and do that before, but like. Usually they're a little bit smarter about that. <laughs> he just no. he just took the snap and was like, "I'm out of here."
0: <laughs> he just took the snap and ran into the corner. Like he tried to jockey it for like half a second, but then just ran out. He could have easily wasted another four seconds, meaning that the the there would have only been like two seconds for the kickoff or the yeah. punt off. Uh, and instead, they gave him like a total of six seconds and able to run one more play.
2: They Falcons could have had a chance if Marcus Mariota could throw a deep ball, but he cannot, And that's how they lost.
0: The Rams are also bad, man. Like, how do you give, how do you give Marcus Mariota an opportunity to fall on the ground on fourth down and still complete a pass that gives them the first <laughs> no down way. that they yeah. eventually get the touchdown on? Dude, he takes a snap. He rolls out, he rolls out of the pocket on a bootleg trips, falls he's got three rams defenders in his face and he still completes a dump off to the tight end for like a gain of 9.
2: Yeah.
0: And it was like 4th and 4.
1: Well, Marcus Mariota's pulled some bullshit before against us. <laughs> yeah, he's known for that.
0: Um the Jaguars boys are they for real?
2: No. No. The Colts are just <laughs> <is> that bad. <laughs>
1: Are they, are they I mean that the, the bad? Ja, Jaguars are, are gonna have to be like right around five like I I'm I mean maybe a couple of games under, but I mean Jaguars are not going anywhere.
2: The Colts were, I believe, eighth in offense efficiency last year with Carson Wentz. They are 31st this year with Matt Ryan.
1: Is it just because he's old?
2: Yeah. I guess he is not just he just died, he just jumped, jumped off a cliff. There.
1: Well, I uh, I mean Pat McAfee was saying you know, I I like Pet. I don't necessarily. I'm not a fan of the Colts or anything, but they're missing some guys. They're missing their best receiver. Uh, important guys are out. No uh, Shaq Leonard. Yep. Uh, Shaquille Leonard. Yeah, I mean they're they're missing they're missing some key guys. So yeah, much like that, the
0: Ravens at, at corner, the Ravens are also missing their four starting corners.
1: I thought Marcus Peters was in there. Yeah, Marcus he was.
0: was he was out at the end of the game. It was a different Peters, I believe.
2: Oh. Oh, damn. Interesting. And for talking about another comeback, how about that Jets-Browns game? Statistically, the most improbable comeback
1: in the history of the NFL. 99. Because the Browns won the game and shattered away. Yeah. They they had the Browns
0: had a 99.9% win uh, opportunity or win chance. Uh, with under two minutes left to go, I believe it was a minute and fifty-five seconds. Uh, Nick Chubb, thank you for running in the touchdown. I did need that uh, on my. <laughs> I don't care about your wins. I just care about you on my fantasy team. So I needed that. Thank you. Uh, but you're also dumb because you just need to go down to waste the time. Like you have the well, first down, you can take some Nick Chubb
1: is the same running back who a couple years ago had a ripped he off is. a long run. And went out of bounds near the end zone to, to do that to run more time off the clock, and you got to think like if you've done something like that before, like where's your head at at that moment? Like the other team has no timeouts. Like it, it, it was this is coming out of the two minute or no, this is going into the two minute warning.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. But God, it's just they had they won the game. They literally won the game. You 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 stop, you kneel down, you win the game. But they allowed all the improbable things to happen.
2: I mean, yeah, how many times are you gonna see an onside kick in late fourth quarter that actually helps the team win? I mean the last
1: last successful onside kick that's really in my mind is Sean Payton for the Super Bowl, but
2: I know there's been more than
1: that, but not very many. Like it's not it's not
2: very common. They joined the extra point as well, too. So it was 31-30 at the very end. So all the (laughs) Jets had to do was come down, score, extra point.
0: Mind-boggling how bad uh, the Browns blew that away. And Joe Flacco, to be able to come in and have a negative EPA. He had a negative EPA. (laughs) It was minus, I I believe it was minus 4.6. And like the lowest of all quarterbacks through two weeks and still be able to pull out a win. Uh, not just any win, but a, a comeback win. Uh, again, the most improbable win in NFL history.
2: And it was the Jets and Joe Fly.
1: <laughs> against his former team. Yeah. Sad. So but- the, the other two comebacks of the week are probably are, are impressive in my, in my eyes, but the, the, the most <laughs> hilarious comeback of the weekend was Cardinals Raiders because Raiders fans in Vegas are popping champagne bottles. Like they won the game in the fourth quarter and Cardinals come back and beat them in overtime. You know, Raiders are going to Raider. What are you going to say about that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) How how do you let that happen? I mean, what, what Josh McDaniels, you've been a head coach before a failed head coach. You go and you learn under Bill Belichick. You go back to the AFC West where you failed the first time. And are you starting to do the same thing again? Like, obviously, you don't have that good of a quarterback, but you've got the top three receiver. Derek car is not that awful. You've got a good run game, bad offensive line, and you still manage to be up by that much and piss it all away to a Cardinals team that couldn't do anything against the Chiefs. And it was a video game out there. It was madden,
1: Tyler Murray just, I love it. that's yeah. I mean, it's hilarious. oh, oh it's great it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's perfectly fitting for the stupidity of Vegas,
2: yeah
0: and to, and then to, to have the fans like a lot of the fans leaving, and like you said, Tybo like wasting money to spray champagne on the side of the field i just,
2: that's oh. where you go to blow the money. I mean, why not?
0: That's fair. Kyler, oh,
2: man. Kyler may have also been assaulted after the game of re celebrating. Him. Yeah.
0: Now uh, I Kyler got punched
1: in the face. while It was an open hand. It was an yeah. open hand. You don't touch and the then, players. And then the well, okay, everybody. He was over there video, celebrating with everything. People have like hands on his jersey and shit like that. The guy, uh the guy who hit him in the face, um at the when Kyler comes back, he's hitting him on the shoulder pad. It's yeah, I don't think it was intentional, but it's like, you know, you're in Vegas. Right it
2: was it was
0: <laughs> the the thing that makes it um a little worse is that it, the guy who hit him was the only Raiders fan that was near Kyler at that point. Oh, was he a it was fan? he was the no, only Raiders. fan. Um, it, it was all Cardinals fans who were on uh, Kyler and celebrating that. And then it just ended up he was the only Raiders fan, at least from oh, the garb yeah, that, that a, he was wearing a bad look. Um,
1: it, it, it's not a good
2: look. Kyler was about that smoke, too. He was he, ready to go. And the rest of his teammates that were right there
1: ready to go. Also hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, call me mean, but the shape of Kyler Murray's face is comical to me. Like, it is very hittable. It's probably
0: from too much time sitting in front of a, a monitor playing Call of Duty.
1: Yeah, it's flattened his face. <laughs>
0: I, it, it's a wild week game boys. I don't think we're going to get a week like that for a while. We it's the first time that I've seen a week with what is that? Four, three, four comebacks, a couple, almost comebacks. Uh, the Cowboys with Cooper rush are beating the Bengals. One, one, one stat I saw there, uh, since the change of, of, uh, the amount of, of teams that go into the playoffs, uh, the no team that has started 0 and 2 has made the playoffs.
2: Love to hear that. So, that bye bye I mean, that
0: there goes the Raiders, uh, Bengals, Colts, <laughs> Colts, the Bengals. Uh, here, here is a list. Uh, I want to know what your guys' thoughts are. Which of the winless teams surprise you the most? The Texans, the Titans, the Raiders, the Falcons, the Colts. The
1: Bengals or the Panthers? I can go through that a little bit slower if you want. I got a team. I'd have to. I'd have to look more at like the strength of those two game schedules because um, I don't know everybody's schedule in the league. I don't remember everything, uh, <laughs> but I'm not going to say Bengals because uh, I, Super Bowl hangover. Sean was calling it. A lot of other people were calling it, but they uh, they are in trouble. That
2: offensive line looks worse. Yeah. (laughs) Joe Burrow's on pace for, like, to be able to get sacked 113 times this year.
0: It's not good. It's not not good at all. You got got liar liar L. Collins in there saying he's never going to get touched. Uh, There was a a grid uh, that I saw earlier today uh, of uh, offensive line um, that prevented sacks and quarterbacks preventing sacks. Joe Burrow has the worst offensive line at preventing sacks. And he is also the worst quarterback at preventing sacks.
1: Which is through two games. Painfully ironic because he got away from some big sacks in the AFC championship game. Yes. Um, But to answer your question um, off, just off that list. um, I'm, I'm going to say Panthers. Interesting. Um, good offense, healthy c new quarterback with, you know, a lot of buzz around him. Um, the the Browns game was winnable. Who'd they play this week? I know that game was winnable because it, it was the Giants, right? Because it what was like the 1917 Giants? or something. Giants are now 2-0. and yeah. yeah. That's probably the most surprising record in the NFL to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got to go, honestly, with the Raiders. I just feel like with that, what they have on offense there. Devontae Adams is just too good of a weapon not to be able to help them out just a little bit throughout the year. And I feel like they have just a little bit easier schedule than some other teams out there. So they, well, they had the, they have the chargers week one. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. they're still going to have an easier schedule further on.
0: That's fair. I think for me, it'd probably have to be the Titans. Even with losing AJ Brown, you feel like they've still got a little bit of that continuity there. You felt like their defense wouldn't be as bad as as they are. Um, you, you think that maybe Derrick Henry is going to get a little bit more workload and back from the Liz Frank injury. Man, they're just, they're bad.
1: Yeah. Derrick Henry doesn't even look the same. It's almost like sad to watch. Who's the team from that list that least surprises you?
2: You see the list again?
0: Yeah, so we've got the Bengals, the Texans, the Titans, the Texans. Raiders, the Falcons, <laughs> the Panthers, and Colts.
2: The Colts. Texans and Falcons, the those don't surprise me at all. Colts do not surprise me one bit this year.
0: I'm a little surprised that the Falcons are 0-2. Uh, they they haven't really had that difficult of a schedule. I feel like they got better, they utilized Cordell Patterson a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Thought the rookies would play out a little bit more. I'm I'm really surprised, especially with how close that they played a lot of those games last year.
1: They were in the position to win their games, but they uh, choke them away. Just kind of falling back into some old (laughs) habits.
0: Of the teams that are two and zero, who surprises you the most? We've got Miami and Buffalo, the Kansas City Chiefs. You've got Philly. The New York Giants and the Tampa Bay Bucks.
1: I
2: Miami mean, I, definitely surprises me the most, probably. I was not ready for them to come out and be two and zero. Uh Patriots, they look decent against them, but they just look so much better against the Ravens.
1: Well, I mean, through three quarters they didn't
2: look like they were gonna win that game. <laughs> no, but like still they put it together at the end and something.
1: And I, I know I just said the Giants, but um, I, I want to talk about the Bucks just briefly because they their wins haven't really looked good. Brady has Not been enough. upset in both of these wins.
0: Breaking tablets.
1: Um, throwing tantrums. <laughs> like, um, But I think it's surprising that they're 2-0 because of how beat up their offensive line is. Um, I think I'm pretty sure I picked the Cowboys to win week one. I legitimately thought the Cowboys could beat them. Um, with how pretty, I mean, I know Micah Parsons is kind of the standout on the defensive line, but the rest of them aren't, you know, slouches. Um, so I definitely thought they could win that game. So Bucks, Bucks surprised me because they are torn apart up front.
0: I think the Giants have to be the biggest one for me anyways. Um, they did not, I, I, even though it's Tennessee and like, they they have clearly regressed uh, to get a win uh, a win against Tennessee, that's pretty big for Dabble uh, uh, Brian Dabble uh, and company. Dabble's uh, good TV, he's yeah. good TV. Um, uh, obviously, the least surprising has to be Buffalo and, and the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. It's got to be the Bills and the Chiefs. I, everybody saw that
1: coming five years ago. Not really. <laughs> I'm honestly I, I I want to I want it to be a showdown of undefeated teams when we play each other. I hope both teams can keep it up um, for the time being.
2: It's going to be tough for Buffalo this next week with Miami.
0: One of the most surprising stats outside of, of the, the Jets-Browns game, um, Buffalo has had uh, 20 consecutive games with double-digit wins uh, in the regular season. That's really impressive. 20. Consecutive double digit wins in the regular season. Wild. That goes back obviously to the last time the, the Chiefs and, and the Bills had played as well. Um that's that's nearly a full that's a full season plus.
1: I don't care if the stats prove or disprove me, but Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs is the best connection in the NFL right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's a question. And they were
0: completely quiet in the the first half. and then he, uh, Diggs goes off for three touchdowns,
1: as far as the chemistry goes, and like, regardless of matchup, the ability to get a guy a ball, the ball, uh, it it's Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs. I don't know what Kurt did to screw that one up, but man, he
0: doesn't <laughs> just screw up son. he does doesn't just screw up primetime football. He screws up relationships with really good receivers. <laughs> Boys, is there anything that we missed from this wild witching hour of a weekend?
1: Absolutely. This was
2: the craziest weekend of football I think I've ever been a part of. We're forgetting one very, very comical game, and that is the Denver Broncos. Oh, Houston, let's ride. We cannot forget about oh, that, my god.
0: Let's ride. We can't let you Denver fans get out of here without a little <laughs> nothing.
2: You look shaky. You look more than shaky. <laughs> how do you pay?
0: How do you pay Russell Wilson forty million dollars until he's for what the next seven years yeah. or something like
2: that? Something oh uh, like that. Yeah.
0: You need to let Walmart, Mister Walmart, who just bought your team, go. He needs to be out of there. You need to go find a new owner, less than a few months removed from being your your newest owner. That's egregious.
2: Nathaniel Hackett. Yes. We talk about some coaches having clock is management issues. He's doing a hack job. Worse than a hack turnout. That is some of the worst clock management I have ever seen for the past two weeks. But my favorite stat, the Broncos are 0-6 in the red zone this year. Yeah. <laughs> 0-6. <laughs> two
1: With two fumbles.
2: They're, they're 0-4 from the goal line. We're scoring touchdowns. Uh-huh. You can't win games like that.
1: And, no. and Russell Wilson doing the, the post game video, many more to come. My ass, if you keep doing that shit, <laughs>
2: <laughs> God, Russ is so corny.
0: Let's ride.
2: That's right, <laughs> Mister Unlimited.
0: I, it's so bad. It's so but like for as much. As the media and even myself, I'll I'll say this. Like I thought the AFC West, we and we all talked about it, the, the AFC West sending three, possibly four teams to the playoffs, shaping out in, in two weeks. And obviously there's a lot of season left to go. Two two teams in the AFC West,
1: really bad. Really, we really got, bad. We got collectively claimed because of the Broncos and Raiders. Yeah for absolutely no reason
0: apparently i mean you you bring in russell granted he you know he did lose tim patrick before the season started kj hamler goes out we knew their offensive line was bad we knew that they had a brand new head coach coming in we knew that the Raiders had a failed former head coach coming in, and, and even with Devontae coming in, their defense was still shaky. Their offensive line was bad. Still, they hadn't fixed that issue. They've still got capital issues with being able to give people guaranteed contracts, and cap room is, is, is not good over there. Somebody was screwing the books over. Um, seemingly, everything is right in the AFC West.
1: It's back to normal.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You get two weeks into the season, everything's like, ah, ah whatever happened in the offseason, we have to forget about now. Love to see that. Boys, is there anything else that we missed from this wild, wild weekend?
1: I don't well, so, sure, my friend. All no.
0: right. Well, that is it for this show. Make sure to check us out on YouTube. If you have not, it's Bob and Bo Show. We're on there uh, with uh live fo- or, uh, video Um, Make sure to check us out on all platforms. Follow us on the show at Bob and Bo Show. And make sure to stick around. Come back on Thursday night, Friday morning. Uh, Make sure to get caught up on our weekly pick'em and our Chiefs show. If you're listening to our NFL show, make sure to go back and check that out. As always, go Chiefs. Go Go Chiefs. Chiefs!